The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Uh, all right, guards, it's time for us to step up. I feel like Trace wants to say something. Probably, but we've got to keep going. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, too, oops, too late. Oh, no, you're still there. Okay. Old, wipe it off and shove it in. Well, it's uh, three on 70,000. Um, Eyeball sticking on the end of it like a cake pop. He'd be able to go a lot faster if he wasn't carrying that bucket. (laughs) Real quick, if you're listening to this day of release, that is Wednesday, July 11th, and you're in the Burlington area, then you should know that we'll be doing a very special free show tonight at Vermont Comedy Club at 8.30. We'll be up on our feet doing improvised weapons in a truly improvised fashion. It won't make the podcast feed, so if you want to see it, you'll have to see it live. And if you're listening to this after July 11th, you missed something that was probably great, we hope. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Uh, when last we saw our party, they were traveling the road leading to the mountain Versailles-Orsa. Going through a very healthy section of forest, they met its caretaker, a furbolg named Blackwing. An odd but friendly sort, he asked only that they respect the forest and then let them continue on their way. Finding a spot to camp, they sat, and Ildov told them of her past. They eventually tired of stories and drifted off to sleep, Cassian taking the first watch. He sat by the fire, reading a book, until he was interrupted by the arrival of a large crow. Attempting to shoo it away, he heard another noise from off in the forest. A familiar noise, a... Rousing the party for fear of a fight, they soon were met with two large and muscular panther-like creatures, each sporting six legs and large tentacles sprouting out of their shoulders. As the creatures drew closer, the crow looked down from atop the wagon and let out a shrieking cackle. And that's where we pick up. It should be noted that we are short two of our cast members for this session, so Nicole will be portraying both Olash and Cassian, and Lindsay will be portraying both Ildov and her many personalities, and we'll add Yarfik to the mix for that one. Uh, so uh, bear with us, they are not completely familiar with uh, all of their their new, uh, new personas' spells and the like, uh, but we will do our best. Uh, Nonetheless, you are currently in a cleared section of forest that is just off the road that's lit by your campfire and the streetlight globes. Uh, The road is lit, the campsite is lit, uh, but they're not lit AF, they're just regular lit. But it should be noted the surrounding forest is not lit. Uh, It won't be a problem for most of you, but Cassian does not have dark vision, so he won't be able to see if he goes into the trees. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, The four of you are back to back in the center of the camp, uh, two facing each approaching creature, the crow still on top of the wagon. Uh, Let's roll initiative. Remember, each of you have to roll twice. Okay, so this is for Olash. Um, Eight for Yarfuk. Sixteen for Olash. And, oh, nat 20 for Ildov. Oh, my. Uh, 19 for Cassian. Okay. Bystanders, what? Oh, the... The horses and the oxen. Oh. So, Ildov, you're up first. The uh, beasts are approaching, one on either side. Uh, You are facing the one coming from the west. Uh, It looks like it is approximately, probably about 50 to 60 feet away from you, give or take. Uh, and the horses are between you and the approaching panther-like beast. Oh. I can't say anything to her at this point. Not until your turn. Okay. Yikes. The horses... Okay. Well, I can see that... What is that, a crow? On top of the wagon? Yeah. Yes, that is a crow. You can hear it. I can hear it. 
and but I can because there's birds here. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were over. They were like just outside the window. I'm gonna Aldrich blast the crow. Okay, going straight for the crow. Go ahead and roll for it. Yeah. 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 That's uh 15 plus uh, 25. Yes, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Are you plus 10 to hit with that? Yeah, with the rod of the Pact Keeper. Oh shit! Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay. Um, so I can do two d10s. That's a nine. Oh, two nines. Two nines. Nice. So you um, look around, assess the situation, and you look up at this crow that's just laughing at you. And you're like, screw you, bitch. Uh, you raise the rod of the Pact Keeper, focus that, that dark force energy, and blast it out, and you knock it off the top of the wagon, and it <laughs> falls down to the side. Uh, so it's on the other side of the wagon from you currently. You can't see it, but uh, okay. the laughing has stopped. Yeah, it has. Uh, you gonna move? You stay put. Um, yeah, I'm gonna move um, a little bit. I like move around the fire and just sort of over here so that I'm kind of like. Ooh. So you're like in the sight line of the yeah, beast. like in the sight line, and you know can sort of like shoo the horses away if need be. I don't know that they'd listen to me, but... Well, the, so the thing to remember is the horses are... Oh, are uh, they They're all... staked down. They're staked down. Ooh, that's bad. Okay. Like the reins, not... The, you didn't put stakes through the horses. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did we try to murder our horses? <laughs> when did that happen? The only way to keep them here is to nail them to the floor. Uh, no. Then Cassie. Um, I'm gonna... Oh, I don't know if that'll... Vicious mockery is a good way to go because they have to understand my insults, right? They don't have to like necessarily speak the language. They just have to have an intelligence. Is it like a thing where they, they just, just have, have to be, have a certain amount of intelligence? They just have to understand and feel shame. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna vicious mockery this this little bitch. Okay. Uh, so what is <laughs> what is Cassian saying? Uh, Cassian says, ew, look at those tentacles. They're so gross. They look like weird, creepy penises. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent Cassian impression. Thank you. <laughs> I practice at home alone. <laughs> Just waiting for this moment. Someday. And, Someday. And it, uh, that, 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 little, that little bitch with the weird, creepy penis tentacles <laughs> fails his saving throw. Ooh. Yes. So Got then, him. <laughs> it's a one d four plus disadvantage disadvantage on their next attack. Okay. And Ildov hitting the crow has not done anything so far, not like so in far. terms of my furball friend. <laughs> oh man, one. Okay, so Cassian uh, just sort of puts his foot forward, points, and gives this sick burn <laughs> uh, and you can see that the uh, the beast just sort of like shakes its head once like it, 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 it felt like a little prick or something um, a single tear yes yes a single tear <laughs> wells up in its eye falls to the ground and then bursts into flame uh, that doesn't happen but that would be really cool <laughs> save that for later <laughs> um, but otherwise it is it is unperturbed is Cassian gonna stay put Cassian is also gonna move up. Okay. Next to Ildov. Just realized how interesting it is that each of you are controlling a character that's facing each direction. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of worked out. <laughs> so you're both fighting both creatures at the same time. It's just a fun little thing to do. Anyway, Olash. Olash is gonna tell the group, try to get them to, like, damage the trees or something. Because the... Oh, right, because the guy. Because our buddy. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll be pissed. <laughs> and then Olash is going to jump. Can I just like jump into this tree right here? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna jump into this tree. Do I need to roll for anything? Uh, just roll acrobatics right. for landing in the tree. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's ten. Ten. Okay. So you uh, you jump, and it's uh, it's not the prettiest landing you've ever done, but you did it from from standing pretty much. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, you did cast jump on yourself as a bonus action. Yes. I'm assuming yes. 
Yeah, you just jumped from standing and landed in the tree. Uh, you, you do fine. You sort of like slip a little bit, but catch some branches and then sort of find purchase. You're about 15 feet up, we'll say. So that guy is like, if I if I threw a javelin mm-hmm. at it, mm-hmm. um, what what is the likelihood that I would like fuck up a tree with my javelin? Um, it's not super likely. I would say that it might add just like one to his AC because you're up in a tree trying to like fire down into the darkness. I mean, you have dark vision so you can see in black and white, but there are like branches and stuff that are in the way, so it'll be a little bit more difficult to hit than if you were out in the open. Does it seem like he or she registered that, like noticed me jump into the tree? Like does you don't know? I yet. can't tell. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just like kind of make noise and try try to get its attention, and I'm gonna have my javelin like ready, but I'm not gonna do anything. What what noises are you making to get its attention? <laughs> bah! <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to play your tambourine. <laughs> There's no time. But I like your version much better. <laughs> oh my god! My tambourine is is is. Next to the campfire. <laughs> you left your tambourine. <laughs> no, oh. of course not. Uh, okay, so you make that noise. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What what noise? Uh, I, I believe it was... Bah! <laughs> uh, that may be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just needed a reminder. Yep. Uh, never forget. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. So now it is the bad guy's turn. So uh, we'll start with guy over here, the one uh, currently facing Ildov and Cassian. It's going to rush forward. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Why did I get so close? To there, so it's just about uh, ten feet away from you, and it's going to raise its tentacles and it's going to swipe at each of you. So first one towards uh, Ildov is only a nine to hit. Um, it definitely does. Yeah, that definitely does <laughs> hit me. And then towards Cassian uh, is a 12 to hit, which I believe does not hit. Uh, it does not hit. So it rushes forward, swipes out with a, with a tentacle towards each of you, and you see these large pads come flying at you with these little like spiky protrusions on them. Uh, but you each duck out of the way. And then the other one uh, is, is still stalking forward, and it looks up at Olash and stalks over to the bottom of that tree. And it is going to, uh, it gets up on its, on its hind legs and puts its, its front legs against the tree trunk. And then its tentacles reach up. And they're actually tall enough to reach you. Okay. So it's going to take two swipes at you. All right. Uh, so the first one is a 23. Yes. And the second one's cocked. Uh, and the second one's only a nine. Okay. So that is uh, 12 damage on the first one. So it's uh, a mixture of bludgeoning and piercing damage, but you're not raging yet. Yikes. Um, so you take 12 points of damage as this large spiky pad just comes sort of slapping into you. It hits you in the thigh, uh, draws blood. The second one, you're able to bat away with your javelin. You just sort of catch it when you see it coming in. But in looking down, you realize that you're you're kind of a sitting duck in this position. Yeah. And that's their turn. So Yarfik. Um, Yarfik is gonna like roll <laughs> <laughs> under the wagon over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Very important. Is this like a like a on his side roll or like is he somersaulting? He's like somersaulting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he is like a child in, gym, in gymnastics class. Roll, but like he's going under the wagon yeah, to get to that. Yeah, combat roll. Yeah, combat roll. Um, and then uh, he's gonna throw his hand axe at the uh, bird. Interesting. Roll is perception, a, real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, it's uh, sixteen. 
having seen Ildov's blast knock the the crow off the top of the wagon and down onto the other side, he sees that, that both of the beasts that you are are fighting are sort of uh, you know involved. So he combat rolls under the wagon and and sort of comes up and looks around and there's nothing there. <sighs> that bird. <laughs> okay, can he move more? Yeah, or? yeah. That was only <clears throat> probably about half his movement or so. So you got another like ten feet. Okay, so Yarfik uh, sees that there's no crow, and then he rolls back toward the fire. <laughs> <laughs> just like checking it, just checking it out. <laughs> okay, so um, he is placed back in front of the fire. Well, he's gonna like roll and then kind of move. I don't know how far this up that was. How far can he move? He's he's got twenty five feet. I don't know. Unless right you do it there. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. He's going toward the horses. <laughs> okay. Uh, so next up are the bystanders, which are Beatrice, Claude, Daybreak, Vin, and Diesel. Because uh, let's not forget that that's what your other horses are named. <laughs> Beatrice and Claude. Uh, let's see if they're spooked. Uh, Beatrice and Claude are holding it together. Um, even with Yarfik just sort of rolling back and forth, they're, uh, they're not really, they don't feel like there's any threat to them right now. Vin and Diesel and Daybreak, not so much. Um, they are, uh, they're like hoofing at the ground, pulling against their stakes, uh, neighing. They're, they're unhappy because they, they feel the tension in the air. Um, and all of the sort of the action that's going on. Uh, you haven't really done a lot of combat around these other two horses. Like, Daybreak is taking it better than Vin and Diesel are, but Vin and Diesel thus far have just been transportation. They haven't really been involved in anything like this. They don't know how to react, and they're they're getting freaked out. But uh, for the moment, their stakes are holding in the ground, and they're still there. Uh, Ildo. Oh, um, I'm pretty close to that guy, right? You are 10 feet away. 10 feet away. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna cast Poison Spray. Okay, is that a saving throw? Um, yeah. Roll your damage. Six, 11, 17. 17. Yeah. It's a first level spell? Second yeah. level spell? Uh, that's a cantrip. That's a cantrip, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, I was gonna make you say a magic word, but you don't have to. <laughs> uh, someone has started compiling a list of all the magic words for our spells. Oh, I actually have, um, when I cast Poison Spray, it's like... <laughs> oh, yes, that's spray. what I forgot. <laughs> you raise your hand and then you make yeah. that raspberry sound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just for fun. It's like, yeah. like, I'm, like I go to blow a kiss, but it's actually like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a poison raspberry. <laughs> uh, so you do that in this this cloud of, of like green gas and globules comes flying out of your hand uh, in this cone in front of you and uh, just splashes all over this beast and you can see it rearing back from the pain of this sort of just like poisonous spray for lack of a better phrase it's probably why they named the spell that (laughs) Uh, as it just like gets all over its head and its eyes and it, it raises two of its legs to sort of like claw at its own face yeah, not happy about that one. Didn't like it. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I forgot. Oh. Uh, so you do that. It still hits. Um, okay. It still takes damage. It doesn't take as much damage as oh. you would have thought. Oh. Um, uh, it looks like it was uh, It was just a little bit harder to do it. And you uh, actually roll intelligence real quick. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, um, that's a five. A five? Um... Oh, wait, sorry, I rolled the wrong one. <laughs> sorry, my brain is not... Oh, still oh a five! <laughs> still a five! <laughs> uh, so, a uh, five total? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh... Something doesn't feel right, but you don't know what it is. Oh, no. It's on the tip of your tongue, but you can't really feel it. Okay. Cassian. All right. I can, Cassian can still see, right? Like over here? Yes. So as long as you're on the road or in the campsite proper, there is okay. light. Cassian is going to, I know what I want to do, but I don't see a way. What do you want to do? I want to do like a 
silent image mm-hmm. or whatever of like an animal in okay. front of a tree and try to get it to like attack that. Okay. And then it just like attacks the oh, tree. Like minor illusion or just that or I, I guess I could do that too. But he's very focused on us right now, so I'm trying to think like what would get his attention enough to do that. So I don't think right now is the time to do that. Yeah, you might have to try and draw them towards the trees first if you want to. Yeah, but I don't. Cassian shouldn't do that because he won't be able to see. I'm gonna try to cast sleep. Okay. I don't know what the rules of that one are. Uh, so for sleep, you roll five d eight. Okay. And then you add that up. And it has to exceed the the HP of the creatures in there. So essentially, you'd have to roll your banking on this creature having less than 40 total hit points. Hmm. I don't know if I want to bank on that. <laughs> but I'm going to try it. Hold on a second, because I okay. think if you cast it at a higher level, you get more D8s than you might want. Yeah, if you use a spell slot of second level or higher, you roll an additional 2D8. So if you cast it as a second level spell then you would get 78. Okay. I hate, I hate spells. <laughs> There's just so much to think about. All right, I'll cast it as a second level spell. Okay. Can I borrow some D8? Yes. Five, six, seven. Perfect. Uh, okay. Big bucks and whammies. So that's 10, 19, 122. 27, 28, 29, 30. So, uh, 30 points. Cassian raises his hand and and speaks the magic word, which is to say, and gently air caress the side of his head. And in doing so, you see its eyes just sort of droop a little bit, and then it shakes it off. Damn it. And then I could move? Yep. Cassian could move? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to move... Over, like, to the other side, closer to the trees over here. Okay. Um, it will get an attack of opportunity on Cassian, because it has a ten-foot reach. Oh. <laughs> How dare it. What a jerk. Uh, okay, well, then I'm going to stay put. Okay. Uh, then Olash. Okay. You're up in a tree. I'm up in a tree. Being swatted at by a kitty cat. I have my javelin. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... Is it close enough to me that I could just stab it with my javelin, or would I have to, like... You could interact directly with the tentacles. If you wanted to to hit the body of the creature, you would probably have to throw your javelin, but it's very close. Very close. Okay, I'm gonna throw my javelin, try to hit hit the hit the body. Okay. Get that body. Mmm. Mm, get that body. Mm, get that body. I, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the one that said it, but... <laughs> Okay. That'd also be a good episode title. <laughs> oh, also I'm gonna rage. So you're raging first, I see. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! That one. Uh, roll again, because you have disadvantage. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you rolled a nat 20 to really rub it in, I guess. <laughs> Olash, you're up in the tree. This creature is batting at you with its tentacles. Uh, it's hit you in the leg once, causing you to bleed. You batted the second attack away, and you look down and you decide to throw your javelin, uh, see if you can, like, spear it to the ground, and you look down, you, you reach back and sort of grab the tree for stability, and you throw the javelin with all your might, and at first you think you, you hit it, because it goes right through where you were looking, But at the last moment, you see that it it didn't actually make any contact with the creature at all. Uh, Roll intelligence real quick. One not natural. (laughs) Uh, You're not sure what just happened. This is incredibly confusing to you. You could swear it was exactly where you were just aiming. But all that happened was you sunk a javelin about a foot into the base of this tree. Uh Uh-oh. Um, you have another attack. All right, I'm gonna use. Could I like use my my great axe on its tentacles? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Go ahead and roll for it. So that is uh, 17 plus eight. Was that your your first roll? Oh right. 
Nat 20, so 17 plus 8. Yes, so you definitely hit. Okay. 9, 14, 15, 16. 16 points of damage. So, uh, having just thrown your javelin down and and embedded it in the tree, uh, you just sort of have this, like, fuck this moment uh, where you take out your great your normal great axe, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you take out your great axe and you swipe at uh, one of the tentacles because you can see it just sort of, like, coming up trying to hit you again. You rake it right down the side of it. And this is not just, like, a, like, thin like an antenna or anything like that this is like a, a muscular thing and you can feel it bite into it um, and as you do that when while you're looking at the creature you can see that that sort of that form of it how it was sort of separated and you you kind of felt like it wasn't where it was supposed to be it, it just sort of merges and now you can see exactly where it is okay like uh what's her face poshed oh yeah with the cloak of displacement that I stole. If I, like, jump out of the tree, is that, um, will, will I get an attack, or will it get an attack of opportunity? Um, no, I'll say no. Okay. If you jump on its face. <laughs> Just, like, <coughs> kick it. Yeah. In the face, I was actually gonna jump. Boom! <laughs> and I do a sweet backflip. Roll acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> I'll determine how sweet this backflip is. Um, if I'm not doing <laughs> backflip, do I still have to roll acrobatics? No, it's fine. Okay. So no backflip then? No backflip. Okay, yeah. It was a you... really sweet backflip, you guys. <laughs> so you, uh, you jump out of the tree, no pomp, circumstance, or flourish whatsoever, uh, and land in the middle of the road. That's it? That is it. Okay. Next up is the bad guys. The creature that is currently facing both Cassian and Ildog is going to keep doing what it was doing. It's going to swipe at Cassian. Uh, that's a, uh, an 11 to hit, which I know doesn't. Oh, I am wearing the Cloak of Displacement. Yep. So it has disadvantage. It does have disadvantage against you. So the first one against you is a 14. Oh, that hits. And the second one against you is a 22. Oh. Uh, so we'll go with the 14. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> and you take eight points of bludgeoning damage and six points of piercing damage as one of its tentacles bats at you, hits you right in the, uh, you sort of like catch it with your left shoulder um, as it uh, practically bowls you over and you can feel the effect of the Cloak of Displacement abating mm -hmm. for the moment. So it'll come back on your next turn. So that's all that one is going to do. He seems pretty content with his current course of action. Uh, the other one is going to, uh, having just taken damage, is going to follow you, Olash, out into the road. We're like buddies now. <laughs> sure, we yeah. We go everywhere together. Um, and it's going to take a swipe at you. First, uh, that's a 22 to hit. Yes, you know that hits. Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is 10 points of bludgeoning damage reduced to 5 because you are raging. And 4 points of piercing damage reduced to 2 because you are raging. So 7 points total. Oh my god. On its first attack. And the next one, it is going to lunge and bite at you. Uh, and that is a 21 to hit. <laughs> that doesn't hit. What? <laughs> uh, 21 to hit, which is six points of piercing damage. And I need you to make a strength saving Oop. throw. I'm at zero. Oh, no. So it has leapt on top of you, and you are pinned to the ground under it. And next up is Yarfik. Yarfik seeing... Well, can... Can he see what's happening? Yes. Uh, he if, even if he couldn't see it, he would have heard it. Yeah. So because uh, Olash let out like a ah. <laughs> <laughs> different uh, than Cassian's <laughs> bah before. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, no, that was also Olash. Oh, was oh no, you're right. That was Olash. Sorry, that was her trying to get the attention. She's all bahs today. <laughs> Yarfik is gonna rush over. He can move twenty five feet. Gonna get over here. Okay. 
and throw his hand axe at. You don't. You don't want to cast a healing spell. Oh yeah, no. That's what I'm <laughs> do. Can I? Am I close enough? Uh, there are some that are not touch, so anyone that's ranged. Oh gosh. Uh, and I believe you could do like healing word as a bonus action. Oh. And then still take a regular action. So. Uh, yeah. Okay, he's gonna cast aid. I guess. Okay. So what does that do? Three cre- creatures gain. Um. Some stuff. <laughs> Uh, your spell bolsters your allies with toughness and resolve. Choose up to three creatures within range. Each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration. Well, that's it. That doesn't seem like a lot. Um, so she would go up to five hit points and you could choose two other... Oh, and then I can cast Healing Word, right? Yes. Okay. So that's what... Yeah. So he casts Aid on... Uh, Olash, and then healing word. Well, you can choose. Oh. Like, I guess actually the others are not within thirty feet of you. So. Yeah. So does that mean I get fifteen? Nope. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking, but I I appreciate that. Yeah, healing word is a, a D four plus your um, spell casting ability. Um. So, uh, that's a seven. Seven. Okay. Um, so, Olash, you get a, a total of 12 hit points. Five of them are temporary. Great. Uh, Yarfik rushes forward. Uh, I don't remember the word for aid, but given Yarfik, it's probably just aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he rushes forward, casts aid on Olash, uh, and, and Olash, you feel just like the air rush right back into your lungs uh, as your eyes pop open and you just face to face with this like <laughs> panther and then uh, he casts healing word and you feel even more healing juju come into your body uh, next up is the bystanders uh, let's see. Beatrice and Claude still holding it down <laughs> they're they're totally cool they're like eh same shit different day <laughs> uh, Vin and Diesel uh-uh. have have Calm down a little bit. It looks like oh. it seems like they're they're taking a cue from Daybreak, and they're they're still like trying to edge away from from the beast that is near them, but they aren't pulling at the stake like they were before. Uh, they're still like the reins are taut between it and where they are, but they don't seem to be freaking out. They've stopped making noise. Uh, next up is Ildov. Okay, <clears throat> um, I'm gonna. Oh. When it says range self, what does that mean? That means you can cast it on yourself. What's the spell? Vampiric touch. You make a melee spell attack essentially to touch that creature and then the spell affects you because you heal from it. Right. Am I close enough? Hmm. You can get close enough. I don't know if I wanna get close. You can can take a step forward and get that body. Get that body. Uh, All right, yeah, I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna do that. Okay. Why not? Um. So I cast. I have to roll, right? Uh, yeah. So it's a melee spell attack. So you roll a d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. Well, that's a 29. Not natural. Not natural. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three d6 plus. 1d6 per spell level? Is that... Uh, yes, so what is your, what's your highest spell casting level? Three. Three. So every spell you cast right now is at a third level. Okay. So what is the spell level of the spell normally? Three. It's a third level spell. It's okay, third so, level so spell. you're not adding anything to it. Okay. It's just whatever the normal is. So 3d6? Yeah. Oh, uh, hold, oh. Uh, sorry, before you... JK. You can leave those there. Roll, a, roll another d20, roll another attack. Um, that's a 28. Okay, yeah, cool. So it still hits, just making sure. Um, oh, do I have disadvantage? Yes. That? Okay. But, um, but you hit regardless, so go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, so, uh, f- five uh, necrotic damage. So five necrotic damage. Plus I heal half the damage dealt, which is what, two or three? That's uh, two. You two. always always round down. Okay. Um, so five necrotic damage as you um, you reach out. What's the word for vampiric touch? Um, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Classy. <laughs> uh, so you reach out, you say, suck it. You can feel uh, like your, your canines grow for a moment as you uh, reach out and, and just touch this creature with your fingertips and this sort of red energy draws off of it and into you as you, you feel your own health bolstered and you can see this pained expression on his face. You can see like all the veins below where you touch pulse. It's real metal. Stay put. Um, actually, I'm gonna back away if I can. Uh, it, how far are you backing away? Just like like 15 feet. So it will get an attack of opportunity on you. Okay. Okay, like you'll allow it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is back to your turn, so the the uh, your cloak of displacement is active again, so it has a disadvantage. Uh, so the first one is a 22, and the second one is a 17. Yeah. Well. Uh, so that is six points of uh, bludgeoning damage and five points of piercing damage as you go to back away and it once again bats you with one of those the pads on its tentacles um, and your you can feel once again your form mm-hmm. uh, becomes one uh, and the cloak is no longer active for right now uh, Cassie I'm going to try to shoot it with my longbow that's 16 plus 6 that is 20 something um, 22 I know math so, uh, four. Uh, so four points of damage. Uh, yep, so you, uh, Cassian raises his, his longbow, fires forward, and uh, this is just as Ildov uh, had hit it with her vampiric touch. Its form becomes singular, and it just buries deep into one of its shoulders. Because it has six, you have six to choose from with shoulders with these creatures, which is great. Uh, but it just buries into one of its shoulders, and it sort of gives a, you know, like a scowly look and takes four damage, so you guys are whittling away at that guy. Staying put, moving. I don't want to abandon the horses, <laughs> but I think stay on us. Yeah, I'm going to move back to the other side of the campfire. Okay. Um, and it already took its attack of opportunity, so it doesn't get to do it again. Uh, so oh, next cool. up is Olash. Okay, so Olash is currently pinned to the ground. You are you are underneath this creature on your back, but um, you are alive. Do I still have like my axe in my hand, or do I have like? Uh, you do. But it's a little close. Yeah, it's a little close. This creature is very large. It'll be kind of difficult to swing it. Okay, could I like finagle my dagger out and try to stab it? Sure. Okay. Oh dear God, please. <laughs> Uh, so that's 15. 15 hits. Okay. Yeah, you don't have disadvantage on it because you're touching it. So that's uh, eight. Eight points of damage. So you, uh, from underneath, you just you take your hand off your great axe, you draw your dagger, and and with with your your right hand on like the side of its stomach, you just pierce up with your your left hand and the dagger, uh, and you cut a jagged hole in its in its tum-tum doing a right bit of damage it it scowls and growls at you you have another attack i'm just just gonna belly stab you're just gonna keep stabbing I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so that's 16 or yeah 16 16 hits and uh, seven. Seven points of damage. Uh, so you stab once, you stab again, just trying to like hit the same point every time, just make that hole bigger and bigger to uh, to harry this creature as much as you can, and blood is starting to pour out onto you. Um, it's not the mm-hmm. color of blood that you're used to. Um, <laughs> like, you know it's blood, but you're like, blood's usually red. What color is it? It's sort of this, like, almost iridescent, like, mm-hmm. lavenderish color. Oh, that sounds pretty. But it smells terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and otherwise, you stay in put? What, like, would it be a strength check to try to yes. get out of this? Um, and I will, I will say you can do it. It will eat up all your movement, but you could knock it okay. possibly off of it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I might as well eat up all my movement because mm-hmm. otherwise I'm just underneath yeah. this thing. And I believe you have advantage on strength checks while you are raging. I believe you are correct. Um, I 
don't care what you believe. Okay, then I'll, I won't check. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. You sounded uncertain. Okay, so the first one is a 12. Come on. And that's a 19. Okay. Yeah, wow. It rolled a nat one. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so you nice. stab it twice. It clearly sort of like throwing it off of its momentum of whatever it was about to do and then you just plant your shoulders against the ground and with both hands you just push up and like throw it backwards allowing you to stand up and it getting knocked about yes. five feet away from you so you Get are away. now <laughs> you are now upright heaving trying to catch your breath uh, from throwing this very large creature off of you and now it is the bad guy's turn. Maybe it respects me now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it looks at you and just nods its head and disappears into the night. <laughs> uh, no, that is not what happens. Um, so the, uh, the other creature, uh, we'll start with the one who is uh, facing off against Ildov and Cassian. Um, so it's going to move forward Aww. up to Ildov. And it is going to... Counts on you. Oh no. Um, so that is a 22 to hit. Yep. And I need you to roll a strength saving throw. Oh, uh, 17. 17 works. So it pounces on you, bites you, does uh, eight points of piercing damage, and tries to wrestle you to the ground, but you're able to just sort of fend it off a little bit. Uh, so it's right up in your grill, but you are still standing. Technically, at the moment, you're also touching it, mm -hmm. um, which means that it is its displacement effect is not active. Okay. For you or anyone targeting it. Okay. Important to notice. Uh, and the other one is going to just take two uh, tentacle swipes at you, Olaj. Uh, first one is a 18, uh, and the second one is a 16. Those both hit. What is your AC right now? Uh, 13. 13. Um, so that is seven points of bludgeoning reduced to three, and six points of piercing reduced to three, so that's six points total on the first hit, and then ten points of bludgeoning reduced to five, and just one point of piercing damage. Boop! Oh! Back at zero. Down again! Uh, next up is Yarfik. Um, Yarfik is gonna cast something. What? Okay, so if he casts Spare the Dying, does that, that will, help you? That will stabilize her, okay. uh, so that Olash will not have to roll any death saving throws. Okay, well, he's going to cast Spare the Dying. Okay, uh, you have to, oh, I have to move. be touching him. Okay. So Yarfik rushes forward over. and casts Spare the Dying on Olash. Yeah. Uh, so Olash, you are still unconscious, but you are not in danger of death at the moment. Um, Thank you. Which is good. Yeah. It should be noted, since Yarfik is a protection cleric, mm -hmm. uh, being within five feet of her, mm -hmm. you can impose disadvantage on any attacks against her. So if the thing goes after her and not Yarfik, then you can throw your shield in the way, essentially, and give it disadvantage. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, so that is Yarfik's turn. The bystanders, uh, Beatrice and Claude, still totes cool, they're fine. <laughs> Uh, Beatrice, Beatrice went to sleep. <laughs> like nodding off. Uh, and the and Vin and Diesel are uh, they're starting to freak out again. The whole like mm. the beast lunging at Ildov kind of messed with their heads. So they're they're pulling at their stake again, but it is still holding firm for the moment. Uh, next up is Ildov. I'm gonna poison spray this bitch again. Okay. Uh, yeah, you definitely do it. Cool. Uh... So that's eight points of poison damage. Okay, um, so eight points of poison damage. Um, as still touching this creature with your other hand, you just raise it up and once again, right into its <laughs> fucking face. Just give it that whole like, eat poison, bitch. Uh, right into its mouth, right? right mm. Just pouring poison into its open mouth. You can see it like, it, it's face almost like turns green. Um, just from this this horrible thing that you are doing to it, it's really it's it's super fucked up. But it takes that damage and sort of like coughs and sputters underneath it all. Staying put, moving. If I move away, does it get an attack of opportunity? Yes, it does. 
<sighs> no, I'll stay put. Okay, Cassian. What is the range for Minor Illusion? I think it's 60 feet? 30 feet. 30 feet. Oh, that's a bummer. Okay, so I'm going to move over here. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot my longbow again at him. At the, the one that, this one. that, yeah, yeah, that the one. is yes. entangled with. Okay. So that's uh, fifth, or 25. That hits. D8 plus three. So that's nine. Nine points of damage. So Cassian sort of takes a step back, knocks another arrow, fires forward, and with, uh, with Ildov still physically in contact with the creature, it is singular and easy to target. Uh, and just sinks another arrow into another one of its shoulders, but a different one than the first time. And it, again, sort of howls in pain. Olash, you're unconscious. (laughs) Thanks for the (laughs) reminder. (laughs) So you're not dying. You don't have to make any death saving throws. So there's that at least. Uh, Count your lucky stars on that one. But it is now the bad guy's turn. Dude up on Ildov is going to... um, He's actually going to take a step back first. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was um, like, oh, that's good. Oh, that can't so be So you do, you do get an attack of opportunity. Oh, I do? Fuck yep. yeah. <laughs> what do I... How does it feel? <laughs> what can I do with that? Uh, you can do a melee attack. Oh, I guess I'll throw a dagger. So you'd have to swipe with a dagger. I mean, can't swipe, throw it. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to swipe. Swipe on this. That's a 15. 15 hits. Nice. Uh, four. So it uh, backs away, but you can feel it it moving away, and just before your hand is no longer on it, you swipe out with your dagger in your other hand and just you know, sort of like nick it down the shoulder. But it steps back, and then it's going to swing at you with its tentacles. Uh, first one is a 10, and the second one is a 12. 10 does not hit, 12 does. Okay. So that is nine points of bludgeoning damage. Well. And six points of piercing damage. Um, okay. Well, I'm dead. You're unconscious. I'm unconscious. <laughs> and then the other one is going to uh, walk forward. And it's going to go after Yarfik with two swipes. The first one is a 21. And the second one is a 24. Those both hit. Uh, so that is total of 16 points of bludgeoning damage and six points of piercing damage. As uh, Sorry, what was the first number? Uh, 16. 16? Yeah. Okay. As Yarfik goes and kneels down to cast Spare the Dying on Olash, uh, the creature just lashes out. Uh, and hits him with both tentacles, giving him a good old smack. Uh, and now it is Yarfik's turn. He's like within touch. He can touch the uh, that creature, right? I mean, you could take a five foot. You could take a five foot step. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's what he's gonna, he's gonna get up in its grill and cast inflict wounds. Okay, is that a, a melee spell attack or a saving throw? That is a melee spell attack. 11. <laughs> Close, but no cigar. So uh, sort of steps forward, and it just just dodges out of the way. Oh, my God. Are Beatrice and Claude play? are okay. Diesel pulls his stake out of the ground. Doesn't get very far, just sort of like backing up, but he's sort of backing up into the forest. Uh, but the other two horses have remained where they are. Next up is Ildov. I need you to make a death saving throw. What do I do for that? So you roll a d20. Okay. And if you get a 10 or higher, you have a success. A 9 or lower is a failure. 15. 15. Okay, so that's one success. You need three successes to stabilize. Okay. Three failures means you're dead. Dead. Okay. Next up is Cassie. Okay, do we... Do we have any, like, healing potions between us? Oh, yeah, us? don't we have? I, do. I thought... You guys have uh, at least one greater healing potion that you stole from Posh. Yeah. Who, where, like, Who where did we that? put that? Cassian has that, Ca- I believe. Perfect. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am Cassian. So if my movement is 30, can I get to her? I don't know. Yes, you can. Okay. I'm going to go to her and give her the greater 
Okay, so it's a four d four plus four. Four d four. Can I borrow some d fours? Thank you. So four, six, twelve, uh, sixteen. Sixteen. So Cassian rushes over to Ildov, uncorks the greater healing potion that you guys stole from Posht, opens her mouth and just pours it down her gullet, does the whole like uh, neck massage thing to like work it down into her. And there's this like rough swallow and then your eyes just shoot open. And, and then Cassian, and Cassian says, Aww. welcome. <laughs> Excellent role playing. Um, and uh, next up is Olash. You are still unconscious. Although you you have savage endurance, don't you? Do I? Should be on the second page because you're an orc. I have relentless endurance when uh, I'm. Oh. Yeah, that. Oh. <laughs> This has just never come up. <laughs> when I am reduced to zero hit points but not killed outright, I can drop to one hit point instead. Yeah. Uh, mm. I forgot about that until I just did, now. I did too. Um, so let's just say that you just also remembered that. <laughs> like, oh, right. I'm an orc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I dead right now? <laughs> uh, so And you, you can stand up with one hit point. Okay. Uh, and take your turn. Okay. So I do that. Yeah. <laughs> And I yell, guys, I forgot I'm an orc. <laughs> Wait, I just have a quick... Does I'm that just mean... being dramatic. <laughs> so from that healing potion, did I get 16 hit points? Yes. Is that okay? Actually, I yell, I just wanted to see who you would choose, me or Ilda. <laughs> <laughs> this is a test that you failed. I run off into the forest, <laughs> never to be seen again. Um... You yeah. go and you marry Blackwing. Kathak <laughs> <laughs> shows up one day and it's real awkward. Oh no. I don't know. Blackwing like, may Black have Wing. stolen my heart. Blackwing, just go over there and turn into an animal real quick. <laughs> I gotta have a conversation. Um, so I'm gonna swing swing at him with my great axe. Okay. So that is seventeen. Roll again. Uh, that is uh, ten. So uh, you swing at it, but similarly to before, its 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 form just sort of splits, and it's it's hard to uh, to see. And you swing for the wrong one of the pair. Okay. So uh, yeah, do you want to stay put or move, or what you doing? I mean, if I move, I get an, gets an attack of opportunity. Yes, right? it does. So it doesn't really matter. Because he's about to attack me. Or Yarfik. I'll stay put. Okay. Uh, so next up is the bad guys. Uh, seeing that uh, that Cassian just ran over to aid you, going to attack Cassian this time. Um, so it's just full on going to pounce at him, which is a 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. So that is seven points of piercing damage, and I need Cassian to make a strength save. 16. Uh, 16 makes it. So the creature pounces at him, uh, gets a good bite in on his arm, but he's able to uh, to just get his shield in under it and sort of muscle it off uh, so that it doesn't pin him to the ground. And the other one, I'm just going to roll a d2 to see who we, who he's going to choose. So Yarfik is one and Olash is two. Roll a one. So it's going to go after Yarfik. Uh, first one is a 15, and the second one is a 17. Neither of those hit. And neither of those hit, because the Arfix AC is 19. Yeah. Uh, because he's <laughs> like a little armored turtle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that is their turn. Yarfix is up. He's just gonna take his... Are you good? Is Olash okay? Uh, for... Yeah, for now. For now? Okay. <laughs> He's going to take his war hammer. Oh, wait. Yeah, he's going to take his war hammer mm-hmm. and just, like, smash that thing in the face. Okay. 14. Roll again. Nine. Mm. Uh, yeah. So similarly to uh, to Olash's last swing, mm-hmm. uh, it just dives through the wrong one of the pair uh, and, and makes no contact. As a bonus... Bonus action, can he animate his shield? Is that... Yeah, you can do that. You okay. could also do another healing word as a bonus action. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Let's heal you, Olash. I would love that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he casts uh, Healing Word 1d4, is that it? Yeah, 1d4 plus his plus casting modifier. Um, so that's eight. Eight points of healing. Great. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Back so up you're to up to nine. nine. Uh, and next up are the bystanders. Yeah, Beatrice and Claude are cool. Was it was it Vin or Diesel that had broken? Diesel. Out? It was Diesel, yeah. Uh-oh. So Diesel has now made it out to the road between the trees and is sort of starting to run the opposite direction. Uh, Ildog. Can I get up? You can. That's half your movement. Okay. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna cast Dissonant Whispers. I don't remember the word for that. But... It is Blaffish. Oh yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. You have to say. Blavish. There you go. <laughs> Eldo says that, and then, yeah. What is the the C in the saving throw? Uh, 16. Is it wisdom? Or... Oh, it's wisdom, yeah. It is wisdom, okay. Yeah. Uh, roll the 14. Roll your damage. Oh, okay. 3d6. So that's 12. Uh, so you say blafish and these uh, dark tendrils of smoke begin to pour out of your mouth and they they uh, sort of ooze forward through the air and pour into its ears and you can see that it begins to shake its head horrifically and somewhat uncontrollably and then it begins to start to back away and it's it like you can tell that it's not sure about what's going on but it knows like that something is wrong and it starts to back away and move out into the trees. Technically, actually it does do it immediately. It uses its reaction to move as far as its speed allows it. Okay, good to know. Um, So it will move uh, 40 feet into the trees. Wow, so it's like way back here? Yeah. Ooh, this is actually really good for what I wanted to do earlier. Cassian. All right, so what can I create with Minor Illusion? Pretty much anything that'll fit in a five-foot cube. A five-foot cube? So, not a person. Or, a five-foot cube. A person. A short person. A short person. Someone mm-hmm. kneeling. Someone sitting. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a gnome or a dwarf or okay. a halfling. Alright. I'm gonna cast Minor Illusion of like a like a real angry, menacing looking dwarf like right here in front like no. right at, like at the base of this tree basically that yeah for that uh okay go ahead and roll deception whoa okay <laughs> so that's 21 21 okay that will come into play later okay we'll see you don't know what's gonna happen yet okay uh Olash. i'm gonna keep, keep swinging on swinging you know how i do <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get that body. <laughs> Nat Ooh. 20. Roll again. <sighs> I had a feeling you were gonna say that. Gotta take all my joy away. <laughs> 12. A 12 just misses. So, first swing is right. a miss. I get a second swing. Nat 1. Okay. Uh, so, the first one you go to swing, and, and it just. just <laughs> You hit some springs. <laughs> uh, no, the first one you go to swing and it just it just you catch air, nothing else. And with the uh, with your second strike, you swing around and you uh, you don't hit it, but you knock Yarfik's shield away. Damn it! Oh man! Um, so Yarfik's AC is dropped by two for this next round. And now the bad guys are up. Um, so the one that was squaring off with Ildov and Cassian is going to stalk through the trees and is going to double tentacle swipe at the illusion that Cassian put up. Nice. Uh, which I don't even know why I bothered rolling for that. It's literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strong illusion. Yes. Uh, it even tricked me. Um, so both of them hit. Kel surprise. And it does... Wow. So it full force with both tentacles hits at the same time on the tree just behind where the the illusion is and knocks the tree over. Luckily, luckily Diesel isn't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're just going to use this as the tree for right now. Um, So that's where the tree lands. 
definitely spooks Vin and Daybreak, um, but they, uh, but their stakes are good and hammered in, um, so they don't come loose. And the creature, I mean, so the the um, image is, is dis- uh, dissolved. And the creature is definitely confused by what just happened, but this tree, there's just this huge crack, and it falls to the ground. You know, it's one of those things like all the eyes in the clearing are like, look over, because the, it's the sound of a tree falling in a forest. The other one is going to swing at Yarfik again. First one is enough to hit, and the second one is not. Uh, so... Six points of bludgeoning damage and three points of piercing damage, so nine damage total. Uh, first one hits him, second one, or first one he dodges, and second one he goes to raise his shield, but Olasha just knocked it away, uh, so he just takes it on the arm. And next up is oh, actually one more thing happens. I almost forgot. Ildov, you uh, you are you are standing. You feel uh, just this, this like tiny weight on your left shoulder. Almost like a bird landed there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you turn your head and you don't see anything. And then you feel a very tiny hand rest on your earlobe. And in your ear you hear <laughs> cackling Agatha says hello. And then the imp appears on your shoulder. Oh man. And it is going to a nine doesn't hit, I'm assuming. No. no. Um, so it tries to sting at you, but the appearance of it on your shoulder all of a sudden causes you to just sort of like gesticulate out of surprise, um, and that causes it not to uh, be able to sting you with its tail. Uh, so now it's your fixed turn. What does Sacred Flame do? Uh, Sacred Flame uh, essentially calls down a, a small portion of holy fire to burn your enemy. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, cast Sacred Flame. It's a dex saving throw? Yeah. That is a 19. Mm, okay. And roll Perception. Eight. Nope, nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess it's a boning bonus action. It's a boning action? It's <laughs> a boning action. <laughs> Things take a sudden yeah. turn. Something tells me Yarvik is never going to be taking a boning action. <laughs> it's going to cast Healing Word again on Olash. Ten. Yay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Next up are the bystanders. Diesel is off the map. Vin is leaning down and sniffing the tree that just fell very confusedly. And Beatrice and Claude are, they're fine. They're, they're totes cool. They're, yeah, they don't care. Uh, they ain't got nothing on them. Uh, Ildov. I'm going to Eldritch Blast this dude. Okay. Or I don't know how it identifies. That is uh, 23. 23 hits? Yeah. Uh, that's 18. So you uh, put your hand up like right against its chest and fire an Eldritch Blast right out of it, and it actually pierces through it. And you can see it just blows its ribcage out of its back as it tumbles down off of your shoulder. Now I need you to roll a perception. 13. You do that and you look up as that bolt comes in and you see this large crow. And when I say large, I mean this is like a man-sized crow. Oh, jeez. Zooming down and it lands right in the street over there. So it lands right in the road, sort of like hops down, stows its wings, and then in this burst of green energy, it uh, transforms and becomes the Furbolg, Blackwing. And he looks around and he goes, uh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what are you you're doing to Trace? <laughs> and that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. And you can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. And we'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you think. Tell us who your favorite character is. Tell us who you're shipping. Just get in touch. We're lonely. You can also review us on every platform imaginable. Hell, write it on the walls. Just put it somewhere people can see it. Reviews really do help get us into more ears. Think of your review like Khan in Star Trek 2, and our podcast like that weird earwig thing. You get the idea. 
As always, you can take your love and adoration a step further by going to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and pledging us your fealty, I mean some dough, to help us improve the show. You can get yourself some nifty rewards in the process. Food for thought. The improvised weapons theme, fight music, and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can check out Adam Raven's fun new EP, One of a Kind, on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. Tune in next time as the battle rages on with Blackwing as a new contender. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>